Hello everyone and welcome to the very first episode of the Witch's Brew Podcast. I am so excited to finally be sitting down and recording this. It's, uh, it's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. So, in this very first episode, we are going to be talking about dreams. That's why I started the episode with Fleetwood Mac. So, um... I do have a rough outline for this, but a lot of it is going to be stream of consciousness, but to give you an idea of how this episode is going to be out, like laid out, is um, I'm going to talk about dreams, common symbolism, and common, I guess you could say, themes in dreams, and then I will also be doing some dream interpretations. Um, I did select a couple from Twitter, so thank you to everyone who um, shared your dreams with me. I appreciate it. So without further ado or delay, let us get right into it. So we all dream, right? Even if you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh yeah, I don't dream. I I just don't. You do. Um, You're just not recalling it. The first step to starting to recall your dreams is writing them down. And you can write them down in a journal or you can use your notepad in your phone, whatever works best for you. And even if you don't recall exactly what happened in the dream, you can just write down the feeling of the dream. So did you wake up and did you wake up confused? Was it just like weird? Was it sexual? Was it scary? You know, did you wake up with your heart pounding? Uh, that is also perfectly valid uh, because you're still tracking what the dream uh, triggered in a sense. So the more that you write, the more you that you'll notice uh, certain locations and themes coming up for you. And you can get a book that interprets those symbols for you. But what I've found is that in a lot of cases, a house for one person is going to mean something different to somebody else. So some common dreams, there's first and foremost, nightmares. Those ones generally people remember. So nightmares are often dreams that are telling us about something that we've repressed or a fear that we have now since blown out of proportion. Another common dream are uh, is disaster dreams. So hurricanes, earthquakes, things of that nature. Those dreams typically represent a sudden change or upheaval in your life. Um, since in the dream, obviously you feel like there is a lack of control. Flying dreams are also incredibly common. Now, when it comes to dreams where you are flying, those can actually be, in some cases, out-of-body experiences. So, next time you find yourself in a dream where you're flying and you realize that you're dreaming, go ahead and uh, just try to try to see if you can direct yourself in some way and see what happens. Uh, the next type of common dream is reoccurring dreams. So, these are dreams that Uh, obviously, based on the title, reoccur. And they will continue to repeat until we grasp the lesson that they're trying to teach. Now, another uh, way of dreaming that I'm not going to touch upon in this episode, actually, is lucid dreaming, which is uh, a bit like the movie Inception, where (laughs) you realize that you are dreaming in the dream and therefore have control of the dream uh, and how it takes place. Um, A lot of times people will fall asleep and then something weird will happen and they'll be like, oh yeah, uh, I don't have 20 ducks in my living room. This is a dream. And then they're able to control it um, and do whatever they want. 
Now, dreams are obviously with the subconscious, so they're very symbol heavy. Um, the elements in dreams, when you see elements like water, fire, earth, air, they connect much like they do in tarot and astrology. So it all depends on what that specific element is doing. So for example, water in dreams represents your emotions. So if you're in a swamp and the water is all murky, then that may suggest that right now your emotions are very confusing and well muddled and you don't feel like you have a lot of clarity versus there's a big old waterfall in front of you in the dream. So that may show you that your emotions are at this time overwhelming or overflowing. Fire in a dream relates to passions and sometimes something being out of control. So an example, let's say you have a dream and there's a candle just burning delicately in the corner. So that may show a small amount of energy or a small amount of controlled passion versus a house fire, which is showing that you are burning yourself down. You are going to burn yourself out because that fire is out of control and it is uh, destroying a structure. The element of earth in a dream is possessions and your physical self. So for example, a mudslide would suggest that you don't feel like you're stable. You feel like things are slipping out of your grasp and you don't feel secure. And a mountain may suggest that you're facing a large problem. Again, these are just suggestions because what you see as an element might mean something different than somebody else just based on your personality and how you view things. Now, air is the last element, is, you know, your mental, your, um, how you think and how you communicate. So a tornado, for example, and that does kind of tie into disaster dreams. It does say that your thoughts are scattered. Uh, there's sudden change in your life. You're feeling quite, um, I don't want to say overwhelmed again, but overwhelmed. <laughs> and these examples of the elements in your dreams are simply meant to give you an idea, to get you thinking. Uh, so that way the next time you're off in dreamland and you see a beautiful bonfire, when you wake up, you can write it down and consider, well, what does this bonfire mean? What does it mean to me? Some books that I have that I do like recommend because I've, I've used them is there's the Dream Oracle by Pamela Ball uh, that one focuses on like tarot and dreaming and the dream book symbols for self understanding by Betty the Thards, I think is how her last name is pronounced. So uh, the dream book is great because it just has like an index at the back of it that you can look up any symbol and see what the author thinks it means. Um, so it's a good starting spot. In my humble opinion. Now to the fun part. Oh, I'm so excited to do this part. Dream interpretation. So I have one dream of mine, and then let me double check my Word doc here. I think two or three from Twitter. So I'm going to tell you what the dreams are, and then I'm going to give you uh, each symbol that I found in the dream, and then I will give you my interpretation. So generally, when you are writing down your dreams, this is what you're going to want to do. You're going to want to just write it all out 
write it out, anything that pops out that seems important, colors, locations, people, places, things, um, write it all out, and then underneath that blurb, you're going to go ahead and either circle if you are writing or underline everything that, that stands out to you. So here's an example of my own dream. I think I had this dream back in August. I can't remember, but I wrote it in my phone. So I had a dream that there was an active shooter at a school and I had to pull a fire alarm to get everyone out. As we were evacuating, a large hawk came to me and I asked him for my bow. He gave it to me. I returned to the school and got into a high position and when the shooter left the building and was threatening the children, I took out the shooter with my arrow. Alright, so to break this dream down, we have a location, which is a school, which I wrote down as a level of consciousness. People in the dream, besides myself, were children, which represent uh, vulnerability and innocence, and the shooter, which I interpreted as um, violence and some sort of aspect of myself harming or trying to kill another aspect of myself. Uh, animal in the dream, the only animal was the hawk. Uh, the hawk is a representation of, of spiritual truth, it's a power symbol. And then some items in the dream were the fire alarm and the bow and arrow. Now the fire alarm, of course, is a warning, like you pull an alarm, everyone freaks out, right? And the bow and arrow, the bow is uh, basically the power to set goals and the force to accomplish them and an arrow is energy directed at a goal. So in this dream we have the aspect of myself, the shooter, trying to harm or remove another aspect of myself, the children, which represent my vulnerability and innocence or potentially my child self while at a school and that location is a place of learning and growth. It could be a level of my consciousness, as I said. At the sign of danger, I pulled an alarm to effectively, effectively warn the inner child aspect. And upon reaching safety, the hawk who represents my uh, connection to spirit and uh, the hawk can also see things at a great distance. Um, and for me, hawks are symbols for me personally. Um, I have a hawk feather tattoo. Um, it gifted me a bow and arrow. And this is my power to accomplish what I set out to do. And in this case, in the scenario of the dream, my, uh, my goal was to remove the danger. So this dream for me serves a reminder that no matter what obstacles or threats that may occur in my waking life, I have the power, the force, and the energy to overcome them. In this case, to take them out to remove them. Now we're going to look at some Twitter dreams. So the first one that I grabbed from Twitter was from Jupiter's Dust. That's their handle. Once I had a dream that I stepped into an old church. A nun walked me into the front and then took me outside to the garden under a big tree, laid me down, put a black Bible in my left hand and said, this one is for you to preach and put a white Bible over my heart. And then I woke up. Thank you so much, Jupiter's Dust, for sharing this dream because I absolutely love it. It is so, it, it's so symbolic and I um, adored interpreting it. So uh, let's look at the, the symbols, the colors, the location, all that fun stuff. So we have an old church, a nun, a garden, 
a big tree, a Bible that is black, and a Bible that is white that was placed over your heart. So the Bible, even if you're not like Christian or Catholic or anything like that, um, the Bible is a religious text, a spiritual text. Um, it is representing the search for enlightenment or spiritual study. The two colors in the dream were black. So black is the color that absorbs all other colors, right? So it's the ability to make use of all your resources. Um, and it also represents the unconscious or the unknown. The other color, white, is the color of truth and stages of growth and maturity because white contains all the colors. The location of a church, um, the church is a symbol of like your system of beliefs. And you did mention that the church was old. So I feel that that would connect to an older system of belief. These beliefs that have been with you for a very long time. Uh, the only other person in the dream was the nun. And nuns, again, are spiritual. So I interpreted this as spiritual qualities of yourself. Um, it's just as a note here, whenever there's other people in a dream, it's, it's just you <laughs> most of the time. It's just an aspect of yourself. The elements in the dream were earth, we had a tree, which is a symbol of growth, it's your development through life, and a garden, which is, uh, if you think about a garden, a garden takes a lot of tending and nurturing, so it's the result of your own hard work, and in this case, spiritual. It's, all, it's an incredibly spiritually supercharged dream. Um, and then the other aspect here was the fact that the Bible was placed over the heart or the heart center, which ties to love, emotions, feelings. So when I pull this all together and all these symbols and what they mean, for you, I see that the dream was cluing you into your spiritual growth surrounding your own self-love and emotions. The nun which represents your spiritual qualities, brought you into a garden with a tree, which shows your growth and hard work, and she gave you two spiritual texts. One was black, showing you to use all your resources at hand, and she literally put it into your hand, and the other was white, showing your personal truths about loves and love and emotion, since it was placed over your heart. So even though, like I said, you may not be Catholic or Christian, Christian this dream was still taking all those symbols and using them in such a way to convey that message. So again, Jupiter's Dust, I just want to say thank you for sharing your dream with us and allowing me to interpret it. It is very, very cool. And I hope that it helps uh, shine some light onto it. The next dream that I have is from Aristellium. Uh, theirs was very short. Uh, but I picked it because they said that they had a reoccurring dream in a grocery store where they are always running around or away from somebody. Now, as I mentioned in the beginning, reoccurring dreams will continue to reoccur until you learn the lesson that they are attempting to teach you. So the only two things in this are the movement, which is that you're running from something or someone. And whenever you're running from something or someone in a dream, it's quite literal. It means that you are not ready or willing to deal with a situation and you're running away from yourself out of fear. The location in a dream was a grocery store. So uh, when I thought about this, I mean, grocery stores predominantly sell food 
and <laughs> food is needed for survival. It's on the bottom tier of our hierarchy of needs. So I would interpret this location as a location that correlates to your needs as an individual. So tying these two things together, for you, it's you're con uh, continuously running from meeting your own needs. You are afraid to face whatever it is that you want and need in life, and maybe that's because of shame, or you just have struggles with your confidence or um, self-worth. So I would ask yourself, since this dream is reoccurring, what needs do you have in life that you are afraid to speak up on and voice and meet, essentially? The final dream that we have is from Holy Decay. And I picked this one uh, because I liked it. <laughs> All of these I just picked because I read them and I was like, all right, this one seems good. So uh, Holly, Holy Decay, excuse me, wrote, my grandmother died in 2007, visited me, swathed in a cream colored cloak. She took me down into the basement of her house. She started telling me important things I can't remember. When she left, I went to ask my mom questions about it but she didn't have any answers. So the people in the dream are the grandmother and the mother. Now, again, people in dreams are just you, aspects of yourself. So grandmother and mother are the mature parts of feminine or receptive energy. We have the cream colored cloak, excuse me. <laughs> cream is a very rich and nurturing color. It's very soft, right? And a cloak is protective. And lastly, the location of the dream is a basement. Now, basements are connected to the root center, which is at the base of the spine in your body, um, that energy center, and connects to long-held family beliefs and habits, but can also relate to parts of ourselves that we have suppressed, because it's obviously underneath the house. Now, this dream is really interesting to me because you can interpret it in two ways, and also you could interpret them like both the same way. Um, so one way is interpret it as a visit from a past, uh, a loved one who has passed on. The other way to interpret it is that your subconscious is delivering a message and using your grandmother and mother's image to represent a wiser and more mature aspect of your feminine self. The feminine, feminine self is creative, intuitive, and nurturing. Your grandmother was wearing a cloak, which is a protective symbol, and met you inside a basement, a location that connects to your feelings of security, along with feelings or aspects that may be suppressed. Even though you can't remember what important thing she told you, I think that the imagery in the dream is enough of, of a clue. It may be worth asking yourself, what beliefs do you have about your family, your own habits, and what part of yourself, what parts, I should say, of yourself have you quote unquote hidden since the basement is under the ground, and what ways can you tap into your own creative and intuitive energy? Because everyone is intuitive and everyone is creative in their own special and unique way. And that concludes the dream interpretation portion of today's episode. And that actually is the final portion of today's episode. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here in this space, sharing this lovely energy together. Um, dreams are, in my eyes, incredible tools for us to use and utilize. 
it's it's our subconscious mind you know our conscious mind is is asleep our subconscious mind takes the reins and it is such a beautiful way to tap into ourselves and there have been people who have told me that you know they've solved problems in their dreams like they write down a problem that they're having and they set an attention to have the solution come to them in a dream and it does and um dreams are just so so um magical <laughs> for lack of a better word and um i truly 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 think it's worthwhile to write down your dreams write down your feelings about your dreams and try to keep a log even if it's sporadic um, of them because it's really a great way to clue yourself in about yourself so that is it for me this is tiny blue witch signing off thank you again so much for listening you can find me on twitter at tiny blue witch but there's two eyes in the word witch you can also find me on patreon i am going to be getting the patreon all set up and if you subscribe to the patreon then you will have access to a special tarot card reading for that month that is only released on patreon i have a tentative date for november 30th to have that all set up so thank you so much i hope you have a beautiful day afternoon evening wherever you are in the world and sweet dreams <laughs>